0: We've got a devilicious little Kickstarter here for all you geeks and ghouls for the Halloween season, Throwing Horns. It's a light RPG of devils, demons, and metal. You play a literal band of demons touring the best and worst venues in hell. The promoter, or AKA the GM, will guide you on the tour and throw encounters in your path, which you can overcome
1: in the most metal ways possible.
0: Use head-banging tunes, your demonic commanding presence, or just good old fashioned violence to beat encounters and continue. This is a Kickstarter from a friend of ours that only has through the month of October to raise its funds, so definitely go to ThrowingHornsRPG.com, or just hit up the link on our homepage at gypodcast.com. Donate, get some extra stuff if you reach the right tier of donation, and keep on throwing them horns. The views and opinions expressed on Smack My Pitch Up are those of the panelists and not those of GUI Network, their sponsors, or any of the properties mentioned. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is rated R for violence, language, and nudity. Well, it's a podcast, so you won't see the nudity. I just do it to make the guest uncomfortable.
1: In a world gone mad with unnecessary reboots, remakes, and sequels, only one podcast has the guts. To make it even worse, this is smack my pitch up.
0: Hello, geeks, and welcome to another amazing, spooktacular Potoween episode of Smack My Pitch Up, the podcast that reboots, remakes, reimagines, sequels, cycles, and adapts some of your favorite and least favorite properties from TV, film, and what have you. And tonight, we have a first time on Smack My Pitch Up. We've got a four spot. We are doing a couples uh, calling all four corners for this episode of Smack My Pitch Up, we, for the Halloween season, wanted to kind of go back into the 90s and discover the film that made me discover my penis.
2: <laughs> reasonable. Uh,
0: very reasonable. Uh-huh. Any, any child of the 90s that reached their, I guess, pubescence during the 90s is very familiar with a film by the name of The Craft. And there is a remake coming out this year, um, at I think the end of October, that uh, definitely doesn't have the same kind of tone as the original. And so we decided to throw our hat in the ring and kind of show what we would want to do with this property. If we had, you know, money and talent. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's uh, that like?
0: I'm not entirely sure. Neither, but fortunately we do have a number of people on this panel that are at least uh very yeah, I... beloved for each other. That if we had that moment in the craft where it's like, you should run upon this life, uh, this knife instead of uh like, being dicks to us, then we'd be good yeah. as, as a circle. <laughs> yeah, uh, we. I I got nothing for this intro.
3: That yeah. was great. Was
0: that good? Yeah, so okay, good. Cool.
4: Doing better than I would. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> <hard>. Solid.
0: <laughs> uh, we even have a first timer to any shows on the Geeks on the Influence Network this evening as well. I'm excited about. So, uh, to my right, to introduce who is going to be involved in this craft remake. You know her from her times being on both this show on Geeks Under the Influence, and her show on the Geeks Under the Influence Network with myself, uh, Miss Amy Bogard from Deeply Upsetting.
3: Hello. Hello. Hi.
0: It's weird. Normally, we're sitting across from each other I when know we record Deeply Upsetting. Mm-hmm. And we have to sit next to each other, which is gross. Too close. Very. We do not
3: want to be this close.
0: Not COVID appropriate. <laughs>
3: not at all. They're not six feet apart. But no,
0: which we do. We live in the same home. We and always we keep six always feet. Always keep six feet apart.
3: Enough for big old Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Jesus requires a lot of space.
3: So much Jesus.
0: Jesus has some like close talking issues. He's not <laughs> into people being too close you to him. You have to
3: give plenty of space to like give Jesus the hint to like take your space a little bit.
2: So.
0: Speaking of Jesus, the antithesis of that is our next panelist on the, uh, on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh,
2: like, oh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Over here. <laughs> a, huge,
0: <laughs> huge fan of Satan. And, uh, and I'm a huge fan of him uh, from Synthetic Nightmare and uh, Photography and Beekeeping, Ms. Mr. Will McCobb. Hello. So,
2: how's everybody doing?
0: You were on the 31 Days of Halloween I was episode. on the 31 yeah. Days of Halloween,
2: because you only really think of me during <laughs>
0: Halloween. Spooky so suddenly season. you're
2: like, oh, spooky season. Let's get the guy whose last name is McCobb and... Talks about Satan a lot. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not thinking thinking of you in April where I'm like, we should reboot reboot Herbie the love
0: bug. Like, I'm not thinking of Will.
3: Maybe he wants to be thought of. Have you ever thought about that?
0: That is true.
3: Herbie satanic hot rod
0: yeah Ooh. oh wow. see okay you know what we might have some mm. ideas now that's, pretty, <laughs> that's actually really rad
2: like that mm. possessed by satan herbie that is a <laughs> that, really I, cool I could, idea i could get in i could get that that could be a remake yeah uh, definitely I'm in. directed by rob zombie so it's
3: definitely <laughs> <sorry>. oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
2: Oh, wow. So, well, yeah. thank you for coming on again. No, definitely. Uh, I'm glad to be here. This is awesome. It was
0: great for us to have like a kind of a couples, like, act, no, not kind of, a, a couples uh, episode of The Craft with you, a first timer on any of the shows on the network. Uh, so definitely first time on Smack My Pitch Up. We have spoken lovingly and at length about her wares from Hellkitten RVA, the purveyor of such, and our dear friend Holly McCobb is here.
4: Hi, I am already blushing over here. I'm <laughs> beat red.
0: We talk lovingly Hot. about all the. I mean, <laughs> your your Richmond one stop shop for all your witchy wares is Hellkitten RVA. Like it's amazing stuff that you create. And like, I you're an example of me being so proud about how many weird and amazing and creative people that I have in my life. That you're like your husband does fucking magic. Oh my like, god. He's a, a magician. Like I, I, your picture of you in the like blue clearly magician shirt. Yes. With yes. your hair like swooshed over with the black eyeliner. It's you look so douchey. I love it so much. It's a oh dream. yeah. I was I was going for that. And I mean, then your I wanted to amazing the wife that in spite of that picture still is married <laughs> to Took you. That <laughs> Took that picture.
3: Took that picture. was amazing. Truly couple goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, some photography that that Holly was involved in getting done and involved in was some some mermaid stuff that happened recently.
4: Yeah. So our friend uh, Morgana, who runs Circus Siren Entertainment, um, because of COVID, hasn't been able to do a lot of their Renaissance festivals or their resident um, art projects or performances that they normally do during the year. Uh, So they were renting out their tanks this season. And we took an opportunity to rent the tanks a couple times and do some really cool photo opportunities for us and Helkin.
2: The pictures were incredible. That and party with mermaids. I and
3: mean, got to obviously, party with mermaids.
2: <laughs> so what? There's
3: nothing better than that.
2: Yeah, I dropped the mic, but that makes a bunch of noise. It doesn't. Yeah.
3: Nobody <laughs> that
0: owns a mic
2: get, drops the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> These are SM48s and 58s, and a uh, little inside baseball there. So they're basically indestructible. And even so, don't drop my microphones. Don't drop my mic. <laughs> don't do it.
2: When I was running sound, don't drop my mic. I will. Mm. <laughs> right? This is also bad for your speakers, but it really yeah, is. That's what's
0: but um, <laughs> and I am Mike the Hobbit, the host of this show, and uh, runner of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, along with my uh, co-runner Lowdown Brown from GUI Network uh, Podcast. So um, we are talking about the craft, and we've done a three spot before, never a four spot. So to make it easier, so we can actually fit this all into one episode, we have the couples join forces to come up with their own uh, versions of the craft. So Amy and I are doing our own version of the craft, or two versions, and then Will and Holly have their own versions as well. For those unfamiliar with how we do this on Smack My Pitch Up, we do a real take, a version that we think might actually work with the material. It may not be exactly perfect with it may not be a complete recreation like a Gus Van Zandt psycho recreation of the
2: original don't lie it, It's who, their cares, own version. who cares if this is if it's a real <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, <who cares?
0: laughs> uh, but one that we actually put some time and thought into still the casting. idea
2: Hollywood I dare you yeah try it. <laughs> oh, I wish they would we've come up with some real killer, some killer, killer ideas Kill, killer ideas tonight is not that one
0: <laughs> I want I, I'm still hoping against hope that Hollywood does a John Waters He-Man movie. Like, I really (laughs) need that to happen.
3: It's all I pray for when I go to bed (laughs) at night. But uh, tonight
0: we have our real take, the version we think might actually work, and then our fun take, our remix take, that uh, we just are having fun with. What if it looked like this? You know, we've had uh, Fantastic Four as a musical. We've had Aliens as marionettes, you know, so just no holes barred on the remix. So the way we normally start is we talk about the plot and tone of your real take. Uh, if there's any kind of major plot changes, if if it's modernized, if you have to do anything different to the plot to modernize it, if there's any kind of tonal shape changes, if you're making it funnier or more serious with your real take, uh, what is different about your version than the original version? So I'll, I'll throw it over to the macabs for that.
2: I, I think we might've really reversed the, like, we had an idea going here, and then I think it got like the the, the zany idea got kind of dark. So it maybe it went dark. Uh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> As things are wont to do. So yeah. I, I feel like maybe our real take is the is the go- our real take is the goofy take, and the the goofy take is now the real take. So I think I'm gonna swap them as I really kind of thought about it.
0: Okay, just keep track of that as you go down. Or if you just want to do it the way you have it written down and we'll just, like, not worry no, about no,
2: it. No, no, B is A and A is B. I'm okay. dyslexic. It's okay. fine. Right. I don't care.
5: <laughs> I'm <laughs> <Okay>. screwed.
2: <laughs> so, like, I guess I'll kind of I'll throw it out. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to go with... I'm going to keep it the same. I'm going to keep it the same. Our real take was the idea of a sequel. But not mm. like the sequel that they're... I, that this, I haven't even really paid attention to the fact they're making a sequel, whatever. I think it's a reboot. reboot. Like It seems like the reboot. same. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I'm going sequel. But okay. now, all of the characters are adults. Perfect. They're adults. And my... I mean, like... And they've come into a situation where they all have to come back together and... I don't. I haven't really even figured out what the situation is, but they're adults now <laughs> and they have to be witches again. Okay. But they also like moved on and had real lives and probably still don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got like one witch that's like a single mom, that's so busy, like doing all the like the day to day of like holding down a career and also raising kids. And it's just like tired all the time. And then there's little moments of, like, so tired that, like, magic doesn't even really work. But occasionally there's something the exhaustion
2: brings out, maybe. May, may, maybe. We, <laughs> maybe We could work with I could work with it. I could work with it. Okay.
4: So yeah. instead of, like, reuniting for some sort of petty foe, is it more of like a high school reunion situation?
2: Hmm. Possibly. That's not a bad call. Possibly could. Like, you, you reunited the Like, the
3: 20-year high, high school reunion, not the 10-year. Sure. Enough time has passed. Some of the wounds have healed.
2: Or you but you do, still
0: don't like it. Even if something no, no, during, no. you know last last time we saw Nancy, she was in institutionalized. it'd be something like Nancy died, and so they're all coming out. But then there's like glamour gets kind of pulled out where Nancy isn't really dead and was using that as a lure
2: to get them into town.
0: Ooh, Ooh. they need the fourth we, corner. We, 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 could,
2: we could we could go that direction. I really didn't think about the plot line though. Okay, like that, right? <laughs> I was just like, you know what? The, the plot wasn't. I, it was that. An, it was a, it was an idea, and I'm not sure how much I want to... How much i want to divulge yet i mean like as okay we, as we unvolt. well as as unveil. we unravel the casting and stuff
0: it, we can get a little bit further into it yeah um for well, let's get into the kind of tones and then we can get into the directing and the actual casting for for our version um we went kind of that darker young adult kind of tone where it's not taken as like campy as the 90s version and something that we had discussed is that the shop owner that is involved with uh, with the girls, or mainly it's uh, Sarah that, is, that she's involved in, uh, has some kind of like dark intentions. There's suggestion in the original that Sarah's mom was a witch, and the shop owner was kind of like aware of that, and she was like the, the white witch in the shop, totally turn it on its head, where it's like kind of like an enemy of the mom that is using Nancy and everything t- to draw sarah back to her mom's like old neck of the woods and kind of using them to kind of like build this
2: power because she doesn't have her own circle kind of thing you've clearly thought this out way more than i did <laughs> I,
3: I... <laughs> right he's very experienced yeah. every time it blows my mind
2: <laughs> been, he's been thinking about he's it. been thinking
0: yeah. so she comes off as like this white witch to sarah Probably but secretly she's also kind of coaching nancy along the way of being the one that's in charge of like the circle and creating that power struggle. So eventually one will kill the other and she can take the place and then create the circle of four with her replacing the weaker witch. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of like the, the Genesis is that there's like this older witch kind of that Suspiria kind of vibe of like the older witch kind of doing the things and kind of puppeteering all the stuff behind the scenes. With all the all the teenage girls, that literally like they're the idea that the teenagers themselves aren't inherently good or evil so much as they're teenagers that make good and bad decisions, and it's really the adults with uh, some kind of motivations that are ones that are manipulative that are actually creating the tumultuous relationships.
3: Yeah, and still a teen movie meant for teens, and if you weren't a teenager, you might not be able to see kind of like the machinations of this like evil bookshop owner um but an adult watching it could and the other thing that was important when we thought about this is we wanted to cast it the way that it was cast. it would have been cast in the 90s because in the 90s it didn't fucking matter whatsoever what age you were there were mid to late 20s early 30s playing teenagers whatever you look great no eye wrinkles you're good to go so that is definitely in our original casting and you should know that and also
0: vague conversation on whether it whether this is like a private high school or a private college there's no yes. real conversation about that it's that vague doesn't matter teens, who cares maybe early 20s who knows everybody's acting the same way because it's very private nobody actually is hanging out with townies yep you know, they're all kind of like okay. shoved into the same exactly. area. So
3: that's what we were thinking. Why don't you tell them about our director that we chose?
0: Oh, for our director. And um we'll do the director and then you share your director and then we'll do the casting list. We decided to go with David Yates. Now, if you're unfamiliar with David Yates, he did a number of the later Harry Potter movies. The ones that got a lot darker. Okay. And okay. then the Fantastic see, Beasts as well. And uh, did a number of other films, but definitely has that vibe to be able to make a like a PG-13 young adult, but still semi-dark Deep, dark yeah. like dealing semi-dark. with a lot yeah. of, of adult yeah. adult conversations
2: in that pg-13 kind of tone the
3: dark potters not the the dark early how potters.
2: Dro- knows how to drop the an adult book. joke into the middle of like a kid's movie that you're like wait what mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the scary potters if it yeah. If it's <laughs>
3: yeah fuck you
2: yeah god damn it I had
3: to. you didn't have to. I had <laughs> to you didn't
0: yeah so davy yates is our choice uh who do you have for your
2: So, okay. So, because this one's going to get a little, uh, the the sequel is going to possibly be the funnier version of this. Sure, I think it's Uh, a comedy. Yeah, I think it it becomes it becomes a comedy as they as they get older. Because we all also make fun of how goth we used to be. Oh, even I though we're I saw that still... picture from the early 2000s that Carlton posted of you.
0: Oh, you I saw that little yep. baby goth you. Mm. With, oh yeah, with the necklace with the like little O ring on it. Oh yeah,
2: ridiculous <laughs> hot topic champion you. Let's Except I didn't have that. a hot topic. I had to like go to Lowe's and build that motherfucker because <laughs> I lived in Lynchburg. Oh, <laughs> so, so your redneck goth yeah you mm-hmm. had to you had to figure it out <laughs> you had to kick Scrapping start, you had to but, kick start uh, your bondage belt but yeah uh so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a, a... wow
4: i mean sometimes <laughs> so i'm so gonna nice. go
2: i'm gonna go back to the topic uh you you said him earlier and i was like he was and this is some it's pretty simple and a lot of people go to him because he's campy he's weird uh director of thor ragnarok mm-hmm. I, I, I always screw up saying his name though uh i, t- t- I can Tycho taika waitini taika waitini yeah it's like can I'm you al- tell
4: what you even spell yes
2: on i can i can read that <laughs> it's yes it's backwards whatever uh <laughs> dyslexic uh but no uh, not just because of like thor ragnarok uh, like thor ragnarok the one that really like honed it in mm-hmm. was i remembered that when i started looking through I forgot that he was the director of what we do in The Shadows. Yes. yeah, And that's the the reason I actually went that direction. Let's go dark comedy. So, okay. Yeah, I know he gets used a lot in different, but that's the reason. But that's
3: because he gets used a lot because he's great for everything. He's amazing
2: and everybody loves him. You can't, (laughs)
3: like, he is your first choice for anything.
2: Yeah, no. So I want him to be the director of this adult version of The Craft. I could just imagine with Tyka's writing
0: style with these four girls doing like the light as a feather stiff as a board. It was like, have you ever tried light as a feather, stiff as a board? It's like, no, I was busy making out with dudes. You know, just like <laughs> this like catty, but like no one's actually sh- really shitty. It's more that playful, shitty yep. kind of vibe. Oh my God. I would watch basically
2: anything that he would read. Yeah, yeah. That's so fair. that's that's why I'm gonna go that that's why I'm gonna go that direction. Okay. But mm-hmm. it was more what what sold it was what was what we do in the shadows. I was like, you know what? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. This will this will this will this will track.
3: Makes sense. Yeah.
2: Letting Mano come into you is like a
0: sandwich. Would you rather eat one if somebody else didn't uh, conjure it first? So what we do in the show. Never mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. <don't> like, <laughs> yeah. That landed maybe the flattest <laughs> joke in your life ever landed on the show. <laughs> Not in life. I've landed way flatter. Um, but. Okay, so so Taika Waititi. Now, for your <laughs> casting for a, a Taika joint, for for your real take here, uh, who do you have for, for your casting here? And just run down the, the list of your uh, Taika castings.
2: Okay, so I had this. I I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and throw it. I'm gonna go with our main four characters as the recast from the shitty ghostbusters movie. Oh no! my god. Oh, but wow. but like hear me out. Okay. I'm it listening. wasn't their fault that movie sucked <laughs> no, that's so fair. Bad. I that's very so much fair. agree. It was a hokey phoned in piece of shit remake yeah. that I'm surprised you all didn't come up with on the show. <laughs>
3: Hey, we're better than we that. are
2: better than that. I'm, I'm, I'm Why sorry. am I saying that we was, like I'm part of was, this and show? Also,
0: also this show, the network existed, but the show didn't exist when <laughs> that movie came out, or otherwise. Maybe. Although
2: I had plenty of words about that movie when it came out on the main show. <laughs> I oh, right? bet yeah. you did. No, I, I was. I, I'm. I'm actually. I, I think better of you all. But the casting, <laughs> the four main, the sure. four main characters, mm-hmm. it works. You can fit them in there. They work, and I want them to be the adult versions of the girls from the craft.
3: Oh God, I love that actually. So
0: do you have it laid out? Who's playing who? Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. We we, okay. we we laid it out.
2: <laughs> Holly, you wanna help us help help me out here? Let's see. Uh, okay. Sarah Sarah Brat uh, Bailey. Sarah Bailey. What?
4: Melissa McCartney. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: All right. Bonnie. Is... Oh, that's the bon- Nev Campbell. Bonnie, one. That was mm-hmm. an Campbell- F okay. Campbell one oh uh, yeah, Nev Campbell, uh Kristen Wick. Okay. Okay, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh just uh,
3: Kristen wick being like, please take my scars. Please take my scars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> take a lot so much.
4: Rochelle was Leslie Jones. Okay. Yes.
2: And then <laughs> our uh our Nancy. Is going to be Kate McKinnon.
0: Kate McKinnon. I mean, you, honestly. And when you talk, when you perfect. mentioned the
2: Ghostbusters, talk. I immediately knew who the Nancy was going to be. Oh,
0: because, uh, <laughs> you know, like, there, there's no other choice
2: there. Because she's just so like, especially on her work on SNL and like the oh my god the the alien abduction. Oh my god. SNL Those are the is possibly sketches. the funniest SNL sketch in the last
3: easily ten easily. to
2: fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Like I I was. I was crying laughing at that. I was too. Including the other actors. The guests oh, the were guests. also crying. <laughs> we we're, were literally crying laughing. And she's just like, so here I am with <laughs> rusted dome with my cuckooed out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. She's able to like hold it together as so
0: everybody else.
2: Barely, but she kept it together. So she had to be. Are for Could you Wait, imagine
4: but, though if it was a weird high school reunion spinoff and they left her in the asylum and they come back for the reunion and it's she walks in the door she goes you guys will never believe
3: I saw some shit. <laughs> Also, Taika Watiti would have a field day with her. <laughs> like, what a dream for him. I feel like Kate
0: McKinnon having like a hand puppet that she speaks to sometimes when she <laughs> oh gets my like, because she didn't have friends in the asylum. <laughs> uh, and then it just like pops up, like slowly rises up into the screenshot occasionally where it's awkward. She's at the reunion and people are like, so what you been up to? I was in an asylum. Cool. Boop. You don't know shit about shit. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Judging me like you ain't done shit. Popped out three kids like that means something. Get fucked. You know, (laughs) kind (laughs) of. And it's like in a witch hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's a goth puppet. Goth puppet. Yeah. It's like from Syphil and Ollie. It's just a black sock.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Syphil and Nancy show.
5: Yeah.
2: (laughs) oh my god so okay so I guess that would lead to our <laughs> well I mean obviously
4: are we going we're going straight down the line
2: uh, yeah I guess we're gonna go straight down the line yep. f- with our full go go for cast. It. yeah okay we'll we'll go ahead and give the rest of our cast then for this one um so for this one our our boyfriend or love love interest I mean obviously the original one died but so whatever you want to name him would be who who did we decide for that?
3: Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Shia. <laughs> Perfect. Shia makes pretty
0: regular appearances on this show, which upsets me, but also I get it at the same time, which upsets me even further. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you
3: secretly understand why you would let Shia LaBeouf fuck you and ruin your life. We all feel it. He's. The, it's a common occurrence among humans. The number of
0: people that we all know that have like a weird fascination with like trash fuckboys...
3: <laughs> is it weird though, or is it just in our Isn't DNA? He
0: is the Hollywood version of the trash fuck boy that has scabies and sleeps on his friend's couch. Like that is one hundred percent. Well, now he gets he, to be an adult in this movie. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> right. But I mean, an adult that still ruins your life and dicks you down like so good. Like
0: Shy would be like a guy that is now a professional, quote unquote, DJ. And
3: oh, definitely. Maybe he could DJ Ooh, yeah. the reunion. Yeah. That's oh, perfect. It. perfect. He would be oh, DJ the reunion. <laughs> And Kate McKinnon would be trying to fuck
2: him. Oh,
3: definitely. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely. With the puppet. puppet. <laughs> so you're uh what's, you're, your,
0: what's your sign? You want to do whippets in the parking lot? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just going the for. The puppet it. trying to do
4: whippets. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll show you my transformer. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. So our, our mean girl that we went with uh for the uh Laura Lizzie uh was was uh amy poehler wow yep absolutely the bitch
0: yes
3: the bitch perfect and she she doesn't
0: get to do enough bitch mode stuff but you i've seen her be a bit of a bitch in a movie she can be be. a bit of no no i I can absolutely see that turn don't get me wrong it's just she's normally like the lovable bitch and when she does the bitchy turn but just let her go for it like get dark with it. oh
3: she would have a blast
0: I know Tina Fey has been able to make that hard turn into like the bitchy mode thing and she's uh-huh. had a lot of fun with it. I, you don't get a lot of Amy
2: Poehler. She's
4: one of my favorites. Tina oh, Fey
2: yeah. was Me actually too. one of the t- one of the talks when we were having this okay. talk. Fair we right. were like actually like... Mm, uh,
4: mm. That's a toss up. We decided Amy didn't get enough love. You're okay. right. Yep, You're correct. right. Yeah.
0: And I think she would lean in. It was like her role in baby mama, but just like way darker. Just oh, like that leaning
2: hard into it. And our for our final pick, I think we I think you all picked the same character to to mess with was the bookstore keeper. Oh yeah, because that it just makes I sense. I overheard
4: you say the bookstore keeper. I was like, wait. And she mm-hmm. had some yeah. ideas.
0: So <laughs> you're, there's you're, a lot of room there. You <laughs> yes. can do a lot of stuff with that character. So
2: your pick for the bookstore keeper. Our
4: first pick was Stockard Channing. Ooh. Okay.
2: I love going that going pick. The
4: high school reunion. Yes. We've got the grease throwback. Absolutely.
3: Ooh, I like that. And she, there's something dark about Stalker Channing that's like alluring, and I feel like that's perfect for like a witchy bookstore owner.
0: Which, by the way, if I was still on Tinder, um, like <laughs> looking for witchy, witchy bookstore a... <laughs> owner would be kind of super witchy on point. and alluring. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> witchy
3: alluring
0: bookstore owner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Like it's all it the notes. Yeah, here? it's
3: getting warm. I'm sorry. I'll never be her. Okay. <laughs> No one will give me a fucking loan for my witchy
0: bookstore. You're the one that just wanted to sell sheet music for musicals. I mean, like (laughs) I'm sorry your store went out of business in fucking three weeks, but
3: it was a good concept in the right it wasn't appreciated in its time. God damn it. One
0: day. One
3: day, day, one day. My store will take off.
0: (laughs) All right, so we've got our version, the David Yates version, that we're gonna get into a little bit. And Uh so this is definitely more I wouldn't say completely serious. There's still some whimsy that comes into this, but it's definitely that kind of like young adult dark kind of vibe to it with Mm -hmm. some light comic relief thrown in. And uh, for Sarah Bailey, uh, we went with... Oh, I'm going
3: to stop you right there because I'm realizing right now that I definitely wrote down the character's name (laughs) from the boys. So that is not her name. No, that's Uh, not. I know what it is. I know what it (laughs) is. (laughs) So we're big fans of The Boys. um, And we felt like... The Starlight character from The Boys, Ooh. her character's name is Annie January, but her actual name in real life that I did not write down is Erin Moriarty, and she would be a perfect Sarah. <laughs> and okay. I didn't realize it until I, you went to say that name out loud. Also,
0: between the names, you got Annie January and then Moriarty <laughs> exactly. as the last name. Right. Neither names sound real. No. Mm-hmm. I I hope that she's been acting since she was like 13, and she was really into Sherlock Holmes. She's like, I want my stage name to be Moriarty, and the parents are like. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> Through a temper tantrum,
2: And they like, Fuck, Mariani, we just Mariani, want Mariani. money. I don't
0: care. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Um,
2: I can see, I can see that <laughs> mm-hmm. a little, a little on the innocent side. A little bit, yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, yeah. but she can get savvy real quick.
0: Then you've got Bonnie, and we wanted somebody that comes off as kind of um, like lean into the nervous, quiet kind of vibe that she had a little bit more, uh, um, and. Especially leaning into that weird dynamic with the popular girl that did the diving. So you wanted, uh, or or no, 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 Bonnie was the Nev Campbell, where where there was the the awkward, scarred girl that was quiet and didn't really know what to do with herself and wore like, you know, high, high colored shirts and cardigans and just felt weird about her body. And it.
3: Got to get the token awkward girl in there. Token
0: awkward girl. We went with Kristen Stewart. Got to do role, it. You got to so, do it. So she's
3: the most awkward.
0: Very. And yeah. also her ex is actually fucking killing it in movie game. So we got to throw her a bone here and there and hope to keep her career moving forward. That's true. Robert Pattinson's Batman. She's right. still Kristen Stewart from
2: Twilight. So we gotta... <laughs> But he's also Robert Pattinson as Batman.
0: Yeah,
3: man, he's good though, and I'm not. I'm. I I'm. Just, upset. I don't know
2: how I feel about it. I don't know. Yeah. I've Did warmed you see up. The lighthouse. The lighthouse. Was, yeah. Well, the, the lighthouse was great. The lighthouse was great. There uh, was so much. Cosmopolis is. was good another time.
0: Movie. Good time. Uh, the rover. If you haven't seen the rover, it's uh, like a post-apocalyptic Australian, a movie with him and. Uh, oh, what's his <laughs> face? Yeah, it's it's a slower-paced movie, but he plays like a dude that's not all the way there, and not like. Special needs necessarily, but just kind of like slow, Hmm, a little slow, but good natured and really like loyal kind of character. And he does a really good job where it doesn't come off as that kind of role is very delicate to play because you can overdo it. And then it's like uh, the Tropic Thunder. Then you go Tropic Thunder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Tropic Thunder thing. He did a, a actually a good approach to it, where there's <laughs> right, no point right. where you're just like, oh, dude, you're actually coming off as really inappropriate. Like, he, okay, I'm, I'm, he hammers it in. Okay. Rover. I'll
3: have to check that one yeah. out. But also, you know what? We do have to give Kristen Stewart some credit because she graduated a little bit past Twilight and has well established herself as like a gay sex icon. And I True. love that for her, honestly. Which,
0: unfortunately, she used that to ruin the Runaways movie is Joan Chet
3: well that's fair but she nailed it on SNL with yeah. Kate McKinnon true a, another gay sex icon yeah. so love that for them yes I'm here for it me the,
0: too On to Rochelle which is the diver yes. of the group the holy diver had to sure. and <laughs> that no, it wasn't funny don't that's don't it's, it's fine <laughs> We're that to wasn't
4: that. genuine laughter. yeah it's fine don't that's like funny. AM.
2: <laughs> it's fine like oh god this is awkward <laughs>
0: Okay, so for Rochelle, uh, now, this was one of your choices, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so if you want to... Sure. Because you so... know the character of uh, the actress
3: better Yeah, than she's been in a decent amount of stuff. Her name's Kiersey Clemons. I feel like she's kind of up and coming. Um, first of all, she scarily looks like the actress that played Rochelle. Um, she was in a movie that we loved. It was like a... I don't. I don't know how to explain this. It was like a quirky father-daughter movie called Hearts Beat Loud that was really good, it's and we really loved it. Really <laughs> good.
0: It, it stars uh, Nick Offerman, yeah. as the father, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and her she, is the daughter. She's the daughter, and she's like this very talented musician. And her father and mother were in a band together back in the day that had like incredibly minor uh, success. And he like jams with his daughter, and she's like incredibly talented, and he tries to get a thing together. And uh, and she's trying to go to school, but then something put on Spotify they did kind of starts to blow up a little bit, and, and it's charming. It's,
3: it's very heartwarming, and we loved it. <laughs> and
0: you're having now I think day, about it you need all the time. To, like fulfill your your spirit yes. and humanity. It's a very lovely film.
3: It is very charming. She was on Easy, which is on Netflix. She's great. I think that she's gonna like go places, and she is perfect for Rochelle because I can see her playing that kind of awkward. But sweet character, or, you know, kind of just like going along with it. Um, and she freakishly looks like that actor. So it all just fits.
0: It does. Mm-hmm. And she killed it in what I've seen her in. So, exactly. Yeah.
3: So then for uh, Nancy, we wanted someone who could really take it there and has definitely shown a lot of range when it comes to. A ton of range. So much fucking range, especially in the last few years, has just really blown up and been able to show how much they can possibly do and so we went with honestly one of my favorites uh zendaya for nancy which i think will be interesting but i know she can do it because on euphoria she gets super fucking dark
2: and, and she's then just... as
0: MJ in the new Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, I was like sitting there, I was
2: like, God damn it, what do, what do I remember her from? Yep. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That, yep. In that, she's got great comedic timing, she can play like nervous, but also kind of outgoing at certain parts, so she's got like this spectrum where you want Nancy to be somebody that Sarah That's a funny to start you know where she she wants to be friends with this person to start but then as the time goes on it gets like steadily darker Mm -hmm. you don't want it to be draco malfoy out the gate you want it to be somebody (laughs) that she like relies on and sees as a friend and then it steadily gets darker and darker and yeah. Z- zendaya's got the range to be able to have that arc
3: oh absolutely playing like a hardcore drug addict on euphoria she has like run the gamut so she is so fucking talented and i just want to ca- i want to cast her in everything yeah. i feel like every time i'm on this show i cast her in something because i feel like she can do no wrong at this point
0: i'll be like babe do you want to be on
3: Zendaya? yep pretty much just <laughs> not even not even sure what we're doing i just chanted to the hills yeah. <laughs>
0: That's when we're calling corners at home. She's like, Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya. Like, no, that's not how this works, actually.
3: I want to summon her. She is
0: not the fifth element. Like,
3: there's... You don't know.
0: Earth, air, water, fire, and Zendaya.
3: She's so much better than those other four fuckers. <laughs> Come on. I'd rather have Zendaya than air. Please. Zendaya's air. Th- exactly. gross-ass air. <laughs> exactly. Exactly
0: not like avatar the last zendaya bender it
3: should be <laughs> that's because she can't be bent oh, she's unflappable geez, oh, jesus <laughs> move on yes before i wax poetic about fucking zendaya for the next hour because <laughs> i will don't to. phone fucking challenge me
0: this next one was actually a challenge for us and i feel like we made a pretty good decision here this is an actor that's been in a in a few films uh, showing a decent amount of range that can come off uh relatively catty right no not catty um no, as a uh, love interest, but also kind of dorky at times, and you need to have a little bit of that range there.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, we went with Justice Smith, mm-hmm. uh, which you may know from... Uh, the Get Down. The Get Down, also from the Pokemon Detective Pokemon movie. Oh, yeah, movie the lead character well. in
3: Detective Pokemon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, which he was like the dorky dude that you root for that ends up like winning the day at the end, which mm-hmm. is always appreciative.
4: I loved that movie. But the Get
0: Down, he's actually a darker character yeah. than he was in... And uh, in, so... And that character needs to have that like puppy doggy kind of vibe when he's being like affected by all the
5: spells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the appropriate way to pronounce yep, that. That's it. And, uh, and then also the like the Playboy guy that the girls want that's kind of douchey. And mm-hmm. so he's been able to play both. And I think I, yeah, I'm really, really I can cool do, with that cast. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. For Laura, our Mean Girl, we wanted to go with someone who's been doing a lot of like the the Mean Girl stuff. Apparently, a Mean Girl in real life. Not that we have to get into that at all, um, but she does a lot of like the campy kind of horror story stuff. So we went with Emma Roberts because she can play a fucking okay. big bitch. bitch. Yeah, yeah. A big old oh, I bitch. Can see that. Thank and you know a little more in the private bitch. life, which
0: we don't need to get into. But apparently, also not the greatest person. In no the world. trash,
3: honestly. Um, like in a real way, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just figured. I mean, she's played that in so many different things. Screen queens, she was like the asshole character. Mm-hmm. Um, so we felt like that would be a good move. And then last but not least, for our bookstore owner, um, and I have zero fucking qualms with this because it <laughs> doesn't have... I would normally, but it for ki- this though kind of makes sense. For this a though, bit. our bookstore owner is played by none other than Lady Gaga. <laughs> she is gonna do it i can see that though especially for this dark reimagining that we're doing just kind of being a little bit you know she's kind of a mama bird uh uh uh-huh and also
0: kind of wears like light colored clothes and stuff but there's like this evil underbelly underneath it kind of excellent
4: fashion sense exactly probably some sort of member of the fae
3: exactly yeah
0: yeah but also mm-hmm. secretly evil, which I've
2: always thought of Lady Gaga.
3: Well, that's the thing is that once you find out she's evil, you're like, oh yeah, of course. Sure. I like <laughs> should Lady have Gaga seen that And, and, and of kind of way. a
2: chameleon too. like Because yes. she like can, you can literally see her in something and be like, wait, is that? Oh shit. That's Lady fucking Gaga. Also Lady Gaga is one of those people that if you said literally
0: anything about her, I would possibly believe it. Where it's like Lady Gaga championing the games, also a proud boy. And I'd be like, that tracks. Like it doesn't. <laughs> but like I wouldn't be
3: like, How dare you speak her, her in that way? Right? Really? Where?
2: At Fallout. Seriously. It was right before it was right before Poker Face took off. She was supposed to play a show here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And the show got canceled because I don't I don't fucking remember why yeah. the show got canceled. And like I I'm, cannot I'm believe talking she played it's here. Like, it was right before her, her, her meat career soup her <laughs> spoiled. Her career took <laughs> off. <laughs> Because the next time she came back to Richmond, she played a sold out at uh, whatever it was that the they call it now. The mosque. The. Uh, the Oh, the. the, the no.
0: The. Oh, uh, Altria. 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 Al-tria. Al-tria. The, yes. the, the, uh,
2: what it used to be, like the mosque. It, oh, it was the, the landmark. landmark. And the landmark. Landmark and
0: then the mo- a mosque before
2: that. Yeah. But yeah. So before she got big, like literally like six months before she got big. Wow! She came in and I was like looking at my buddy that walked in that was supposed to be like the opening band for her act. And I was like, who's this hot chick in here? <laughs> and I just served her a drink, had no idea who she was. And then six months later realized.
3: Wow.
4: Who I, who she I just ga, like, ga, who uh, I served
2: a beer to and was like.
4: He wanted to poke her face. Oh, oh
2: he did. Still do.
4: Who doesn't?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: poke her face as the so name I, of the
4: episode? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Lady Gaga is now going to come after me.
3: If she'll this be is, flattered. If this is the hot. level that
0: she's going after people, then clearly she's not been reading the comments on on the internet.
3: Right.
4: I mean, we're just saying she's hot. That's yeah, like, true.
0: That's the yeah, the biggest thing you're worried about is a dude being like, "I wanted to huh, poke her face. <laughs> yeah.
3: she's like, I object.
0: I object. poke somebody else's face.. <laughs> All right. So, um yeah, that's that's it for our real take, which brings us into our I have to do it. Like I need No, you don't have I need, to no, do I it. No, I need to because we have not yet had a listener send in some kind of like weird like <laughs> musical note that we can use instead of me doing
3: Remix!
0: And I hate it.
3: I don't like you do. No,
0: I actually No, honestly, I feel like you've
3: gotten many submissions and you just delete them immediately because you love to do it. Literally
0: any submission would make it at this point. If somebody was farting into a microphone and then just yelled, ah, a remix or something, I, I could, would put I that in place, Yeah, I could I do could that. I could make that happen so right now.
5: So what is your number again? Yeah, right?
0: I don't like doing that. It's bad.
4: <laughs> if, wow, can you stop?
0: <laughs> I, uh, I just feel like Saturday more or like Monday morning zoo kind of de- like sound uh-huh. bite guy, when I do that, it's terrible. So but I think
3: you love being that guy, and it's okay, <laughs> just admit it to yourself only
0: in bed, but we don't talk about it. Oh, like, yeah, no, that's true. Know. God. I oh, thought you guys six feet
3: in away bed. from each other. <laughs> we are. He's yelling remix across the room, and I'm just sadly masturbating. I
0: have the uh the horns under the bed that I pull out after I come,
3: just afterwards. And as if I didn't tell to your neighbors.
2: Oh, the weird guy jizzed again.
0: I just blast <laughs> I just had sex by Lonely Island like, like pose in the mirror. Yeah. I'm just
3: loudly it's, sobbing in the background. <laughs> Signaling to
4: Gondor. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. So so for the oh, remix version. Jesus. Oh, God. We're, like, it's halfway. hard to be a person um, after
3: that. Yeah.
0: So for the remix version, um, this is where we kind of take it to a different level where we're just kind of using our... our Dumb weird brains to come up mm-hmm. with a weird take for uh, for this property. So for the craft, uh, you two, the Macabs, uh, what is your director
2: and tone like for the so uh, remix? so the this definitely because we were thinking about the Ghostbusters and the gender swap thing. We were like, man, what if you gender swap the craft? Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Okay. But now we're gonna make it real fucking dark and go with Ari Aster. As wow! The director. Oh yes, wow. yes. Wow, that's like you so. Skipped. That's why I said this. This might actually have probably been the other one, but you know what? Both of these are crazy. So these are these are out I love there. it. I you love it. You missed a few levels of dark to get down to Ari Aster. Jesus. Like, I go. Yeah, I was just sitting there. I was like, damn, damn. There's I still
4: know. a twinge of comedy, though. Oh
2: yeah, there's definitely going to be some. You got to have a little bit okay. levity, sure. yeah. yeah. But it's that like Macabre.
0: <laughs> macabre <laughs>
5: uh <laughs> well kind of
0: the gallows kind of humor
2: to it. So yeah, so we'll get to the we'll get to the humor part. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, I guess. I'm ready. Are you guys? Are we going down? We're we going for it. Or yeah, are you go guys? for oh, well,
0: it. Let's uh, tell Where, who our director yeah, is. Okay, let's go. And, okay. Um, recently, we kind of went down the the rabbit hole of two two films that I have kind of informed both my aesthetic and also my uh, relationship goals based upon. And it's a director that's done a lot of very, both campy and very wonderful and dark uh, films. Um, It's the director of Men in Black. It's the director of Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values as well, which... Are so deeply burned into my heart. I not. I was a big just, fan of. Just the, watched that the other day.
5: <laughs> we, we, we did too. We watched both uh, the last recently, two nights. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that's kind of what stuck in our brains mm-hmm. is that there's such a charm and darkness to it. There are jokes that you couldn't get away with now in a, like a PG or PG thirteen movie. Oh no. There's jokes about like uh about thing the hand. Jerks off, Uncle Fester, and he like shivers when he's talked about. Like you have thing, and then it's thing shivering, and it's like it's not the same as a real person. Like thing, you know, he's a magician. Thing, thing. I get that the the, the hand movements alone. Oh. Met him wants to
2: because <laughs> <laughs> magician. You're like, oh, I want to bang sure. that hand.
3: <laughs> I mean, it was doing some real work in those movies. Yeah, dexterity.
2: Very good
0: but there's this nice balance of it being both like four kids kind of, but also like very irresponsible as a kid's movie on Mm -hmm. what it's like kind of suggesting, but it's reckless. It's (laughs) reckless. It's It's very reckless. And I love that about those movies as they're trying to like murder each other and a baby. And there's like really (laughs) absurdly sexual moments between like Gomez and Morticia. And there's like bondage conversation and like, they're all over each other. And like, basically getting close to having sex with each other at some points and i fucking love it for that so using that and kind of informing the craft with barry sonnenfeld <laughs> as the director is kind of what we're going for so all right. All right. so uh for your casting for your remix what are you guys looking at
2: all right so as i stated we're going we're going to swap most of the genders.
3: Oh, I'm excited. Most? We swap yeah. some genders too actually.
2: Yep, we're going to we're going to swap most of them. Okay. So, uh our first one for the for the uh I guess I, I was trying to figure out where to put him and you decided that
4: I decided Sarah Bailey was going to be Bill
3: Skarsgård. Ooh. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow, okay. I
3: can see it.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, with that with that in mind, our uh our ne- um uh, or Nev Campbell, or Bonnie, uh, was... Uh, oh, what's it?
4: How oh, do... now you can't read my handwriting. I can't read right?
2: <laughs> my... My eyes are shit. It's <laughs> so.
4: Finn Wolfhard.
2: Finn. Oh. Finn. And the yeah, love him. Stranger
0: things. I like, love him. Plays uh, Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like that. Okay. I, I can definitely see that as the, like, tragic, kind of uncomfortable character. That makes then, a lot like, of blows sense. blows up and is, like, in... And he's played that role a little bit in both stranger things and then the
2: it movie mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm.
0: so uh, yeah that makes sense
2: I, cause, and that's kind of where this started to to go down the dark path was when i looked at like casting from it and i was like wait a minute let's let's maybe get this darker and I, I ari like, aster,
0: like i mean finn can do it because he's an actual really good child actor God, he's so hit. talented but jesus i'm trying to think about like the fun like in your face version in an
2: ari aster joint <laughs> how that would look <laughs> but yeah so this 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 got this got pretty dark from there for uh oh my gosh like because we're gonna i'm gonna we're gonna get down to the bookstore owner and you're just gonna lose it here in a minute i'm but, so ready <laughs> And this is her fault, 100% okay. her fault, the bookstore <laughs> over oh here. God. I like, this. you were just so... sending her down the river a little bit. No, okay. But uh, we'll, we'll get there. I,
4: I picked most of the actors that I did just because I feel that they're they have strong emotions when it comes to acting. Mm-hmm. Their facial expressions are very strong. So when it comes to emoting these characters in a very dramatic and dark way, mm-hmm. I think for some of them, it pushed them out of their normal comfort zones which I would have liked to seen like, them yeah. step into something completely different oh, and I do that all than the what time. they normally yeah. would yeah. like to play.
2: Yeah. So for Rochelle, we've got uh, William Jackson Harper.
3: Oh, I love him. Oh, he's so good. He
2: is, remind me.
3: Chidi.
0: Oh, Cheety. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Chidi. Oh, God, yes, I love him in a, as mm-hmm. a postal worker
3: uh in the good place <laughs> oh <laughs> ah. are we gonna pause for a moment <laughs> yeah, right. you think about that because cool. but just
4: think about it instead of being as you know rochelle in the movie is very mm-hmm. more reserved she doesn't have as much of a like a speaking role throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. like just having him in the background like
0: hemming and Well, he, and he was in midsummer
2: yeah he was in midsummer too yeah. so we we he already he pulled has him in worked yeah. with the director That's before smart. Mm-hmm. that is smart and the thing about
0: him too is that he plays basically like an early 20 something in midsummer and mm-hmm. the thing he plays, is he's he's
2: I think he's like close to 50.
0: No yeah, he's, he's, like not. He's, he's not he that can't
2: he's 50. not that much. like 40. I, no. He's definitely like uh he's pretty close to our age. He's <gasps> I, I looked it I up need and to I was. Know like, I saw I possible. saw it and I was like, "Hang on, he's."
0: Like, but I, th- I think that he no. I think he was just significantly older than Kristen Bell in The Good Place. Is it, he was? I think he, like as far as age oh, difference. I oh, think, I didn't know I'm, that. I'll get it. I'll I'll
2: pull it up real quick. I'll give you.
0: But I mean, he looks like he's maybe thirty-two. Like he's got Me very easily. much a, like a thirty-two maybe kind 32. of vibe. And only because he seems like more mature than twenty-eight. You know, like that he have to yeah. at least be in his thirties kind of vibe?
2: 19. I need him to be the in the
4: movie. Oh, so oh, he's 40? So he's, 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 40.
2: 40. Yeah. he's 40. Okay. So, oh, and God. that's and he's good looking for 40. He's good, doing Lord. great for 40. Yeah.
3: If Sorry, i he's one doing... of my big time I sex crushes, yeah,
0: that's well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <so>. I'm listening.
2: <laughs> All right. So, Nancy. This, Nancy. Oh, I'm
3: so excited Nancy, for the gender is, swap Nancy.
2: And this is kind of fun because of who you picked for your last Nancy. Okay.
3: Uh, we're going to meet
2: tom yeah. holland,
3: tom whoa! holland. Okay. <laughs>
2: whoa whoa mind blown
3: <laughs> i wasn't ready wait please tell me your thought process on this because i'm fascinated
2: one outside once again you said she said it outside of the comfort zone like yeah he seems to play such a wholesome character
3: yeah i want to
2: see him play someone get dark like well, i gray. think he did
3: in that netflix movie The new one, the devil all the time. Devil all the time. See, we haven't seen that. It's Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland, and it's supposed to be extremely dark. Extremely dark. Extremely dark.
2: Then I'm gonna be
0: watching. I want to watch it. But also, uh, he is classically theater trained, and there's been a lot of Mm -hmm. plays where he's played incredibly dark characters. He's just not known for that because his big kind of like launch into Hollywood fame is charming, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So I want to see. He also looks
3: like a fetus.
0: He looks. (laughs)
3: Like, so there's that.
0: Like an embryo. He
3: looks like a newborn baby.
0: <laughs> that asks but... you if if you need a sharpened pencil
3: yes. <laughs>
2: before a test is taken.
3: So I he get... brought extra.
2: <laughs> but I could see him get that. Like, I could see him, like, pull off that crazy fucking grin. like Ooh, I you love know? that.
4: And his magic power could be controlling Spider.
2: <gasps> it could. Ooh. Okay. All <laughs> right.
3: Okay. You hit his his kryptonite <laughs> there.
0: If there's one thing that's going to terrify me more than anything else, it's a person that can fucking control spiders. Like
2: that's <laughs> <sighs> just a rain of spiders. That was wow. actually
0: that was actually joked about in the Spider-Man comics. That Spider-Man said uh, to a criminal, "Like go before I summon my spider army to get you." And the the criminal was like, oh, fuck. I'm out. And like, peace. <laughs> like, fuck. Well, yeah, and spider
3: then, army. Bye. Yeah. and
0: yeah, Correct. And then whatever like other hero was with him. And was like, can you do that? He's like, no, but he doesn't know that.
4: <laughs> just- oh, see, I would have him like summon them like out of his ears.
5: Ooh, or his you know, orifices.
4: Like, you no, know, just like from his orifices. These uh, spiders I- come.
2: Like, the re- like redoing the scene of the snakes and the rats and the spiders. Oh, but that God. Scene, you, at have that to, moment-
3: you have oh, to move I'm on before just- Mike passes <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: But it's just vomiting full hair doing the Spider-Man oh theme God. in the background the whole time.
3: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing! Wow, <laughs>
2: Jesus! All right.
3: So Tom Holland was my pick. Yeah, fair.
2: All right. So our boyfriend, we've decided we're not gonna gender bend to the boyfriend. It's still gonna be the boyfriend. Yes. Nice. Okay. Nice. And.
4: Daniel Radcliffe.
5: Wow.
3: Okay. I okay. Love yeah,
0: that. yeah.
2: I'm into it. <laughs> Wait.
3: I love that.
2: I was. I was. I was. I was too busy laughing. I was like, this is great. This is I amazing. I think he would
3: make a good boy toy slash asshole. I mean... I can see it. Yeah, I think he would chew it up. you have that like, it
0: romance up. kind of vibe going between it, where it's like the jock that also likes to get dicked down sometimes yes. kind of thing.
4: Yeah, and then they, you know, weave a tangled web.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, the... no. oh, wow. <laughs> too, many.
3: <laughs> too many spider puns. <laughs>
2: Are there ever enough spider puns? It's I all fun we...
3: and games until Mike cries. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Think, and then it's well, funny games will
2: deal with that in the me. middle of the night when he has an existential spider crisis <laughs> exactly. at two a.m. Oh.
3: Yeah, thank you all spider, so much. Spider Crisis
0: was my favorite run of Spider-Man <laughs> comics. Thank you very much.
3: Wait, uh, I kind of want Spider Crisis to be the title now.
0: <laughs> that's solid. I'm gonna write put it down. Spider Crisis. Down. Could
3: existential be Spider Crisis.
0: Actually, existential really makes it for me. I think. <laughs> But uh okay, so we've got we've got the love interest. Alright. <laughs> uh, Spider Crisis Daniel Radcliffe. Uh we've got for there. Um then we've got Laura Lizzie, the uh the, the villain. The villain
2: girl, the the racist bad bitch. Yeah, she gets she still gets to be a bitch, mm-hmm. but it gets to be a bro. And mm-hmm. we pick Zach Efron.
3: <gasps> yes. I thought about absolutely. that, yep. I thought about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can
0: definitely go that route. I love that. Also, he would have so much fun in the role of being like the
2: douchey bro. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he did it in Neighbors. So, yeah. Yep. yeah he would pull it off pretty yep. well. And then finally our bookstore paper, <laughs> I feel like the I'm past so excited. The I'm so excited. Well, this is where it gets real weird. Okay. Thank you, Holly.
4: I couldn't help myself. Holly,
3: <laughs> please, I'm so ready.
4: You can go ahead and say it.
2: Oh fine. John C. Riley.
3: Oh <laughs> wow.
4: Just imagine them going to the bookstore. John <laughs>
0: like, C. Riley? <laughs> what is Earl.
5: happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I see you got some witch problems.
4: (laughs) I I need him to be their mentor. I thought so many
3: things, and that was never even in the realm of what I was thinking about.
0: You never use the wolf bait on Tuesdays.
2: (laughs) Weird wackadoo. (laughs) Wackadoo. (laughs) Like, Like dark wackadoo. And gay in here, I like love we're it. we're going that in direction. an Ari Aster movie. <laughs> oh,
3: I love it.
0: So I'm just thinking him as the uh, as like Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse,
3: uh, like, oh Jesus,
2: with a bookstore. <laughs>
3: just yes,
2: sure. And yeah. uh,
4: my other thought awesome. was just that scene where you know, like Sarah Bailey runs into the bookstore and she needs help because the other mm-hmm. witch is harassing her and then it's just bill skarsgård and he comes in and then you know like john c holly's just looking at him like (laughs) i wish that that was a voice like a sound
3: (laughs) just the blinking sound
0: uh we've we've talked about recording smack my pitch up we actually did one live show and that went you know that was fun that was fun. fun but uh yeah we'll see when you know live shows are a thing that are actually able to happen but in the meantime uh, but yeah, John C. Ryler, Jesus, I
3: love it, I love it. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, and
0: Ari Aster, that didn't do the Lighthouse. That was the other guy. Uh, Ari Aster was hereditary and uh, Midsommar. Yeah, right. But, yeah.
3: What's his name? That's he's the other me. one. Yeah, the it's, other one.
0: It's only I always get those two confused because there was a podcast from A24 the studio that did uh, yeah that there was a conversation between those two directors about like modern horror,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and those are the two big names in like kind of like artistic. Modern horror. Yeah, and their conversation is—I mean, it's so captivating. It's so unbelievably captivating. Oh, I'm I sure. I hate to suggest another podcast to listen to, but if you look up the A24 <laughs> podcast, look up the one with Ari Aster and the uh, the director from uh, the Lighthouse and the Robert Eggers. Eggers, that's Eggers. it. Yeah, that's Robert it. Eggers. Their conversation is absolutely astounding. I loved every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. So. But um so there's that's there's the, that the, that's, <laughs> the, that's,
2: that's a thing that's a thing we've spoken that's to the I spoken to the void works. here
3: <laughs> moving into our campy version <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we wanted to um for sarah think of someone that can play dark um but can also play campy and learned it all from her mother absolutely um, she did the princess herself um so we cast billy lord as uh sarah bailey who yeah. is carrie fisher's daughter mm-hmm. yeah. and we've seen her in american horror story ultimate camp um and then she was in book smart which i fucking love yeah book smart was incredibly the, uh, funny. so ridiculous in that movie and also like kind of evil but yep. also lovable which is exactly what you need for this so we figured she would be a perfect perfect sarah
0: yep and then onto uh bonnie uh we wanted
3: Speaking of book smart. Yeah,
0: speaking of book smart. But additionally, we wanted somebody that to really fulfill that role as the girl that wanted to be the star diver, like star athlete. But there That's was not Bonnie. Something...
3: We're talking about Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. Every God, time. I keep doing that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we should
3: have done what you did and written the actresses, clearly.
0: Okay. But no, in, in, this, in this case, uh, this actress, as far as Bonnie, who has like the, take my scars, take my scars, <laughs> that is like really concerned about her body image and wears like long sleeve stuff and- It's just really uncomfortable. And then when she feels more confident about it, just, like, goes buck wild. And it's, like, wide open and catty and loud and wild. And the actress, uh, Beanie Feldstein from Mm -hmm. Booksmart, uh, she definitely has those moments in Booksmart both ways. Where, Mm -hmm. for the most part, she's this very, like, studious, stern kind of uh, character, very my way or the highway kind of mode and then when she kind of lets loose she gets goofy and buck wild and has those
3: honestly i feel like it's really telling because she is jonah hill's sister Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. really like coming up and they have a lot of similarities when it comes to that, where they Very can much. kind of play it really like dorky and close to the chest and self-conscious. And then they can just get buck fucking wild at no turn. And it's incredible. And they play it off so well. And I think that that would be perfect for Bonnie because she goes from being really reserved to just being like, I'm ready to fuck. I <laughs> no scars. <laughs> Showing my body off. Like, let me see. And I love that. I like, love that for me. Please being
0: take it. my scars to please take my virginity exactly. just like in <laughs> one step, just one step. Exactly. <laughs> so then Rochelle, who is the person I keep trying to cast for Bonnie's character, that's the diver. That's <laughs> the diver. That's the holy diver. And no, still nothing. Okay, cool. And we're uh, gonna ignore so, it. Ignore you. So uh, this was one that we had a real challenge with with the uh, Barry Sonnenfeld version of this, where it's like goofy and dark and weird but still charming and it was really hard to figure out who was going to be the right Rochelle who's going to hit the right notes and there's an actress that I uh, came to appreciate from Scott Pilgrim versus the world Mm -hmm. that I thought would be the right portrayal which is uh, Ellen Wong who played Knives
5: Mm -hmm. in Scott Pilgrim
0: where she's adorable and charming but she's got like this kind of like dark edge to her her Mm -hmm. as well that I think would kind of it wouldn't be the same Rochelle as you saw in the original movie necessarily, but there'd be like a nuance to that where she's the one that wants to fit in, wants to be part of the group, wants to be involved, but isn't. this isn't really her thing. This is just like her little group that she gets put into, but can turn on a dime and be evil when they be. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it, But in that campy kind of over-the-top way too. So
3: Definitely. And the actress that we cast for Nancy is definitely somebody that can play over the top and has done so and, you know, really made, like, extreme turns like the, like, favors of Bulk did in the original. Um, and so we went with Little Miss Sunshine herself, Abigail Breslin, Ooh. and thought that she would really, I mean, she can play it dark and... I think she would do such a great job as our Nancy and just really sell the sell the scenery. Well, and
0: it didn't hurt that I found a photo shoot of oh, Abigail Breslin going yeah. goth. And, uh, Amazing. I mean, it's not bad. girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All <laughs> right. Yeah. So I saw that picture and went, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, let's let's give her a shot. Yep. No. Uh-huh. She normally plays the like kind of like dorky girl or the studious girl mm-hmm. or yeah. the you know. And I think just giving her the opportunity, like like uh, Holly was saying, room to kind of grow out of that role and kind of do her own thing. I think she has the opportunity. Cause she's a great actress. Oh, she'd thrive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she'd do really well. Mm-hmm. So then on to and this is where we had a lot of fun.
3: Mm-hmm. We started gender swapping around now.
0: Yep. And uh, for. Uh, the character Chris it is a relatively gender neutral name Mm -hmm. so we decided to kind of do the like secret lesbian kind of like side storyline there Mm -hmm. of like the popular girl that also likes to get down with some witchy witchy uh sexy time from time to time and uh this was my suggestion it was I thought it would be interesting to see what uh, Miley Cyrus could do.
3: In
2: mm-hmm. yes! oh. Mm-hmm. oh, it's dirty. <laughs> dirty. Oh, I, I'm Real here. Filthy. I'm here for <laughs> yeah. it. You know, her name popped into my head a few minutes ago as you were talking about something. I was like, are they talking about going Miley's? Oh my God, they actually... Here we are. So they're, yep.
4: They came in like a wrecking ball.
0: Oh, shit. No. (laughs) I've been getting shit lately on the main show for not doing enough dad jokes. I need just to have you in as my hype man that just drops in and just throws in like, you're fucking like a wrecking ball. And then just like, goes, disappears into the closet behind me afterwards. Like, (laughs) pops out. Delivers the dad joke and then just like dissipate, like the flavor flave of GUI. Just... I'd be
4: the weird dad joke goblin. <laughs> yeah. I
3: love that.
2: <laughs> so perfect.
3: Skitter away
2: <laughs> into the night. Be the cryptid you were born to be. Yes,
3: I That's could summon a that.
0: <laughs> Don't dream it. Be it, yeah, as Rocky Horror says. And uh, then we got into Laura Lizzie,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, this was actually a. Uh, The concept of our version of this was your idea. Yes. And also the casting as well. You initially brought up this casting as well.
3: Mm -hmm. So I was thinking it would be really fun for Laura Lizzie to be, instead of like your catty mean girl kind of situation, to be like a super bitchy dude who was just out to get her at all costs. And honestly, my favorite bitchy playing actor is Ezra Miller, who was in... Perks of being a wallflower. Mm-hmm. He was in. Uh, he was the Flash the in Flash. Justice League. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and he's definitely like the kind of smack talking, goofy mm-hmm. kind of dude, but like also catty. kind of catty.
3: Very yeah, catty. absolutely. And I feel like he could land a cutting <laughs> kind of remark towards somebody, and he would just be perfect for that role, and also really satisfying to watch like his comeuppance, you know. So that's where we went with that one.
0: So it's even like he's hanging out with his girls. Like, well, there's like the (laughs) girl girl diving team thing. He's not even on the team. Like he's maybe on the men's swim team and stuff. But like it's his his ladies that he's Mm -hmm. hanging out with. Um, His gaggle. And sitting there and just, like, talking shit about, like, the bodies and, like, the diving styles of all the, like, girl swimmers that aren't his friends. Exactly. As the, like, catty gay character that just needs, uh, like, a little bit of a gut check. Mm
3: -hmm. I could see it. And ultra campy because we're trying to go as campy as possible. as campy as possible. I feel like that will up the levels a lot.
0: And now this last one, I think we all had a lot of fun with the bookstore or, oh, yeah. uh, owner uh, oh, yeah. casting here.
3: I love this one. This is
0: inspired, and this was all you. You definitely well, want this. yeah. <laughs> but this is bringing back some, like, I mean, some 80s witchy love from me, from mm-hmm. one of my favorite, like, 80s witch movies of all time.
3: Mm-hmm. It's fucking share. Share. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: from the witches of Eastwick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And from all of our hearts and from
2: all of our hearts. <laughs> I could I can I can dig it
3: forever in our hearts. And a terrible actress if we're being honest with ourselves. Not good. Not, no. at all. Not good. Not at all. good. Especially I'm pretty sure her last cinematic experience was burlesque, which was a horrific movie. <laughs>
0: well, she needed to like Recover after her role in Stuck on You. She wanted to oh, turn God. back time.
3: Of course you remember. Do oh, what? no. no. She, <laughs> she said she wanted, she wanted to,
4: turn, to turn, turn back time. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> problem is,
0: the problem was she couldn't find a way. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> this is her chance. This
3: yes. is her chance right here. Jesus. But I would like to see it, yeah, personally. I
0: don't. Speaking of seeing it, uh, I don't think we've, found the the hit <laughs> that uh, Hollywood is asking for <laughs> with uh, the craft but I don't know I think there are some opportunities that we want to kind of like dig into I'm gonna only ask a couple of these because uh, we had actually a really big response on our social media mm-hmm. with ideas for mashups with the craft like what film or TV mm-hmm. property would you mash up with a, a reboot reimagining of the craft and I'm just gonna hit a couple of them with some of my favorites the the big one uh, Red Parker uh, uh fr- friend and listener, mentioned Mean Girls as the uh, mashup with the craft. Now the question is, are the craft girls the Mean Girls or is that a separate group entirely? Like the Laura Lizzie character.
4: I don't know. That might be too cheesy.
0: Too cheesy? (laughs) Craft. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, no! No!
0: (laughs) No! (laughs) You're reaching like... Like weird artistic levels of Next dad jokes. Next level now. dad yeah, jokes. Yeah, like you're reaching some like ethereal dad jokes now.
4: Okay, I'll quit it with the dad jokes. But <laughs>
3: never, <laughs> never. He needs to know. I this could is see what that, usually though. he brings on the rest of us. I just
2: really you're need... getting your comeuppance tonight. Exactly. <laughs> I really need the
0: mashup for somebody to say like, "Stop trying to make Manu happen." Oh, <laughs> At <God>. some point. <laughs> like Nancy be like, oh, "I feel him inside me." Stop trying to make Manu, Manu happen. happen. <laughs>
4: That would be pretty great.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm a witch,
0: duh. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesdays, we call corners. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I just want the rest of the episode. It's just us to do mean girls' craft. As the instance, craft,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one, there, there was mention of Heather's, but that's very much kind of in line with. The, there's a number that are kind of like along that line, mm-hmm. um, including uh, Clueless, which uh, Swole Maid uh, suggested, which kind of along the same lines um heather is along the same lines everybody kind of got the same vibe which i i understand because that's a perfect kind of parallel to uh the one that's interesting to me that i want to kind of dig into a little bit is uh one that actually works with your guys's uh sequel Romy and Michelle's high school reunion.
4: I was three seconds yes. from saying that.
0: Was, uh, Mur- Murphy Lawless uh, suggested <laughs> of that. Course, of a...
4: course she did. Because uh,
0: imagine like Murphy. 10 years later, the the, the craft girls, the, the witches of, of that
2: school show up <laughs> later and they're just broken. and <laughs> Broken, a mess, middle-aged.
0: <laughs> You've got like Sarah course. Bailey who didn't fuck shit up, that's still a witch. And she's like, ultra successful and like as beautifully she was now being played by melissa mccarthy (laughs) but
3: melissa mccarthy is
4: love that for her i would watch this train wreck
0: i
2: would too the craft Two uh high school reunion yeah i think (laughs) would be a great choice here i I think i think that mashup happened (laughs) yeah it (laughs) really did did. i think it did another one uh, just in quick
0: mention is mike uh riser who's been on like all the shows ever uh suggested the boys. Of as course yeah. Uh, which I mean instead of soups, if it was just a group of dudes that went to like kill witches, that'd be interesting. Where you've got mm. like Carl Urban calling everybody a cunt. Like going after a high school <laughs> like
2: I'm here for it. Teenage yeah. high school witches. <laughs> God, what a bunch of cunts. <laughs> what a bunch of cunts. <laughs> Jesus, they're children, man. <laughs> showing up to a That's school... That's a right cunt thing to do, ain't it? Showing up to a school in 2020 <laughs> with an assault rifle. Yeah, see how well that works? An assault rifle and a baby that it's shoots lasers. You're right. <laughs> Where'd you get that baby? <laughs> I don't know. i the
3: cunt over there. <laughs> I would watch it. Yeah. I'd be, yeah. Mean, uh, definitely.
0: <laughs> all right, so we're at the very tail end here, so all we have left, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately... <laughs> Our guests who have not been on uh, the, the Macabs have not been on Smack My Pitch Up previous to this point. We're not aware that there's a trailer that needs to happen. Yeah! So we're, we're going to get that set up and get the music uh, straightened out and uh, fortunately I always fuck it up. So there's no way that you're going to be worse than what I do. Oh truly. So,
1: so let's get it going. Shut your mouth. What can you say? We're going about things the wrong way with this remake. Remake about a 90s Tribe of Witches. Barry Sonnenfeld presents... <laughs> a new take on a modern classic. Sarah Bailey comes into town and is met by a tribe of witches
5: waiting,
1: waiting to get down with the... witchness? <laughs> uh, Bonnie, played by... Beanie Feldstein and Rochelle, played by Ellen Wong, bring their friend Abigail Breslin, uh, playing Nancy Downs, around to... to form some corners and some friendships. In this tale as old as time, bunch of ladies getting witchy with it. This fall hunk-a-hunk and burn-in-love sex symbol Chris played played by uh, coming in like a wrecking ball Miley Cyrus is perfect is the apple of Sarah Bailey's eye but not if Nancy has anything to do about it watch as Sarah leans on the shoulders of an old wise bookstore played by
0: Share. Do you believe in witchcraft?
1: <laughs> and Rochelle stands against the hatefulness of Laura Lizzie, played by Ezra Miller. The music's uh, out. That's, <laughs> that's a different movie. Perfect. It's a different movie. The Craft.
3: I didn't even know how to hype you up. You were hyping yourself up. It was incredible. <laughs> that was a pretty a good sight job. to behold.
0: So yeah, that's our version. Uh, so, so much to the point where another trailer started before we were done. So
3: uh, <laughs> your trailers get wordy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, zero pressure whatsoever. Zero pressure.
0: <laughs> oh. You guys are good. I got this. There's I not much this. happening. You've got this. I got You're this. You're better
3: at
4: the uh, the ad lib than I am.
0: All right. All right, so let me let me start your music, and you can clearly do better than us. So here we go. That was great. Yeah. That was wonderful. I love getting, like, moral support after we're already done.
2: There's not anything we can do anymore.
3: No, it's
0: over. It's,
2: it's done. You have spoke that into the world. Yeah. All right, here we go.
1: From director Ari Asta. In a world full of witches, why can't there be warlocks?
5: <laughs>
1: a new dog reimagined of a classic tale. The craft starring Bill God. Finn Wolfhard. William Jackson Harbaugh. Tom Holland. And as the bookkeeper,
5: John C. Riley, huh? <laughs>
1: we're going to show them what some real magic is with books. <laughs> Jesus. That's <laughs> it.
0: Oh my god, that's That's so much better than ours. (laughs) That is so good. Holy shit. I had something with (laughs) with books? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Holy shit. I lost
2: all train of thought of what I was about to say. I just gave up. That's all the hype I got. I'm sorry. All
0: right. Uh, That was it. That was (laughs) fucking perfect. That's fucking great. All right, so... uh, Hollywood, if you're listening, uh, we're open to writing up a script for this uh, this craft remake. Even though one's coming out like in a couple weeks, uh, piss we're, on that. Yeah, we're we're cool with just doing another one. And uh, yeah, if Hollywood isn't calling, we'll be here next week for another episode of Smack My Pitch Up. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to re- uh, rate, review wherever you can, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Join the social media, uh, and we love talking to our fans and friends and let us know what you want to hear in the future on uh, future episodes of Smack My Pitch Up. Let us know what your casting choices would be for the craft or any of the the previous episodes. And we'll find you next time for another episode of Smack My Pitch Up. I'm Mike the Hobbit, and you just got Pitch Smacked.
1: GUI (laughs) podcast.com
3: Wait, Holly, make the noise again. (laughs) 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 Box. Huh?
0: Coming straight from the Mouths of Madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love
1: horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover
0: it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. Hey, guys. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, The Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network, as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent, so remember, join us or cry.